All right, how does this sound now? Better? I hope so, because I'm sick of doing this. Okay. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. This Wow, just bold, out the gate, just <laughs> promising. Bright futures. People really like last week, so kind of nervous to like stay this on par be, with it. This yeah, is going to be good. This is going to be good. Probably slightly embarrassing and cringeworthy, but... You know what I sort of want to do after this? What we're about to talk about is no. try and do it again. What? Oh, okay. David, sometimes you wait to talk about the thing so that it makes sense with, <laughs> with how things are going. Sorry, I got really excited. You... My mom said you're like Tom Holland because he would always like leak spoilers about the <laughs> movies on press tours. So... That's like you. Just I, I brought that in, you know? I could have easily said... Stop talking. <laughs> um, I do have an announcement from last week's episode and the polls that we did. Ooh, let's hear it. Apparently, I'm doing the dishes wrong. You're doing it way wrong. We even asked a couple people this weekend. I feel like I'm not going to change. My way is right. <laughs> So I don't the wrong care. way is right. The I don't care what the manual says. People sent me pictures of manuals. Ooh, nice. Like, Thanks, followers. Um, <laughs> ew, that's weird. Don't call them followers. Um, people who follow me. Um, <laughs> what else? Like, apparently, people are supposed to be putting um, forks and spoons up and knives down. Here's my thing. You're. What if you trip and fall? You're gonna pierce yourself with a fork. <laughs> so an, uh, an ER doctor was like, I've seen enough cases about this. Everything goes down. So I'm choosing safety. The rest of you guys can go with a smidge cleaner. Uh-huh. What, uh, I'm going to go with the manufacturer's recommendation. Whatever. Forks whatever. up. Whatever. <laughs> I feel like this is a sham. A ruse. Thank you for the support. I love you guys. No. <laughs> um. Okay. I need to drink some of this because I'm very nervous about this episode. Like, really? Yes. Yes. Ah, I'm excited. Okay. Um. So, people ask about my screen time. So I, I posted in my stories like, "Hey, what do you guys want to hear about? Like, what do you want to talk, talk about?" And things like that. So people ask like how my screen time was going. Um. This week I was in the eight hours. Oof. Yes, it's still a lot. But one, I work from home. So like, I'm if I'm not at home, then I have less screen time. But if I'm working from home, meh, I'm on my phone a lot. Sorry, don't fire me if my boss is listening to this. But hey, as long as you're still getting your work done, I think that's what really matters. But so that um, is a big part of it. It's better. I do feel like I'm doing my downtime pretty well. What are you? Um, I'm doing my downtime pretty well. My downtime, my screen downtime, like I set it so that I'm not on my phone from six to eight because that's when Ellington's home. Are you um, still doing that? I am still doing it. I'm pretty good. I will, depending on like what's happening, I may ignore the limit um, or like, like I can't use anything. I can't use my camera. I can't use Safari. I can't use anything. So I have to like ignore the, the notification. But um, I think that's helping a lot, which is good. And I feel like I'm more present with my kid. So that's good, too. That's good. I guess, you know, even though you can bypass the thing, it makes you consciously bypass it. My sister, um, she has an app on her phone called, I think, Screen Zen. And basically, every time she opens TikTok, it, like, routes to this app. And it's like, are you sure you want to open TikTok? And it's like, 
yes or no and then i think there's like screen limits you can set through the app or like it can like open up every 10 minutes or something like that so you know it's sort of crazy i feel like when they came out with smartphones and stuff i don't know at least at the time i was young so maybe i didn't care but i was like maybe uh i wonder if back then they knew it was going to be this addictive i feel like no um i feel like it it was never supposed to be as it is especially like i mean if you remember when smartphones first started it was like baby email internet. it was basically like the yeah. email and like i don't even like it was the app sucked ass. like blackberries were not and we didn't have much on the internet you got on email you chatted and maybe you searched something on ask jeeps youtube and watch cat videos but youtube <laughs> was 2005 yeah so the internet wasn't like i'm thinking like 2008 ish when the like iphone and stuff came out i mean i don't know i feel like no i feel like yeah, it was never so supposed either. to be this and everyone's so addicted to their phone even it's a strong word but kind of feels like we are oh we totally are like have yeah, you it's... ever if my phone is dying i will literally sit on my if i'm somewhere in the car whatever i will be on my phone until it turns off if my phone is dying and i don't have a pop like a plug instead of like preserving the juice Ooh, I'm, I'm like opposite. once it hits that 20 percent mark i'm off <laughs> no <laughs> Unless I, I have to i can on. literally be feet away from my charger and it'll be like four percent and i'm like eh, i got time i'll <laughs> figure it out in when it's at one percent and when it turns off do you understand how mad i get at the phone and not myself for that's bad getting up and get it's i'm still rocking the old battery what did we look my battery's only charging up to like 76 percent now <laughs> yes yeah so it's not so huh? that's sort of bittersweet it is it's uh, sort of limiting my time yeah, you're you're probably close to getting. What do you think? A new phone or just a new battery? Uh, this is sort of interesting. Uh, definitely gonna keep this phone, I think, and just get a new battery. All right. Which is very weird for me because growing up, I used to. I think we talked about. It, I stole everybody's like upgrades. Uh, upgrades, and I had the latest and best phone well, when now, I wasn't paying for it. Now, because we have Mint Mobile, you have to buy the. Basically, you should probably buy the phone outright. Yeah. So it's kind of hard when you're like. I'm going to spend $1,000 on this, yeah. which I did earlier this year when I bought my iPhone. And honestly, the new phone, I'm not going to use anything that this phone doesn't really have. I'm sorry. You don't use anything on your phone. What's your screen time? Uh, I'd have to look. Let's see. It's I just, mainly... You really don't use your phone at all. It's like shocking. We looked at it the other day and the things that you had on there, I was like, what are you doing? Why do you even Here, have a phone? Here's you- today. Today, two hours and 47 minutes. My most... Was total? Like- you spent two hours and 47 minutes total on your phone. Correct. 55 minutes of YouTube, which is definitely my number one, like always. And my notes, which I started writing notes for the podcast past 20 this minutes. Is, these are your top apps used. Yes. And then uh, two news apps today. Let's see. Over the course of the week. Yeah. What was your last week's screen time? Uh, okay. Is this... Let's see. Okay. Here we go. Last week's average, four hours, 58 minutes. What? And that was... What was, the, what was uh, your was most used? What was your most used prior. for the week? Uh, it's a little bit skewed, but Netflix, which I turn on at night and sort of let it run sometimes. So take off that one because I don't really How many it. hours? Seven. Seven hours for the week in Netflix total. Correct. 
Okay. Uh, Disney Plus, six hours, which Andor, I think, came out this week, so that's probably Were why. Were there six episodes? There was like three, and I probably watched some other things. And then YouTube, nine, uh, no, no, six hours and nine minutes, and then messages about two hours. Over the, this is like, okay, so today I had to go into the office, so I'm at five hours total for everything today. But like yesterday was seven hours and 13 minutes. Um, Two hours and three minutes is on messages. How much time do you spend on messages? The last one was an hour and 51 minutes for for the the week. week. What? (laughs) David. Are you listening to yourself? I don't really text An people. hour and 51 minutes for the week? So far this week, I have nine minutes in messages. Last week <laughs> alone, I had 12 hours and 43 minutes in messages. When alone. do you have the opportunity to miss people if you talk to them that much? I don't have to feel the feeling of missing them because this... You know, we have been together for... 13 and a half years. And I feel like this is the most shocking fact I've ever, like, <laughs> known about. Like, I just... Instagram alone is 10 hours and 36 minutes. Like, in a week, in a week, in a week. That's crazy. I... Okay, I so screen have... time isn't your issues. You have other no, things, no, no. other flaws, but uh, not... Definitely not. I I can't even like form a sentence because I'm just <laughs> I'm so shocked. All right, all right. Um, another question people asked: What is our recurring argument? So a recurring argument is usually an argument that like lasts forever, like years. Um, I the be- the best one I can think of is well I mentioned all the stuff last week, so I'd say those things are probably recurring. That's just how you like live versus how i live so i'm not gonna repeat all those check out last week's episode um <laughs> the only other one i can really think of was the car for like a year or two that went on yeah but other than that i feel like for a long time the car was our recurring argument um the only, that I, was a really that was a long one and then moving back to california that was a long one um yeah. that was also like several Months, I if guess, not a year or two. I guess the only other thing I can really think of is like uh, spending habits. You definitely spend money on stuff that I would probably never spend well, money on. I don't on. feel like it's... But it's, it's not just, like it's an, not art an art. It's probably... That's probably something you don't like about me. Yeah. It's, I've, we've never had to like argue about it, I guess. Um, okay. Well, let, let me clear not, that up. That's that's like medium toxic level. Um, we have arguments. Um, the thing about me is I don't let things go. So if I have an argument, I'm gonna, it's, there's going to be a resolution. Um, so I, like I will, it's for me, I can bring up something all day, every day until it's resolved. You still bring up things from like 10 years ago. Yes, I do. Um, David will be like, okay, let me think about that. And then we'll never think about it <laughs> again. And I'll be like, hey, what did you think about it? And he said, oh, I didn't have a chance to think about it today. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm literally like, all I thought about today was this. How are you like... I'm very good at like blocking stuff out. <laughs> toxic. Um, so I would say more... We probably more have like things we don't like about one another. Agreed. That are recurring. And not changing. And not that we haven't brought them up. Like, for me, for David's 
thing against me, I'm sure, is that I'm a, a smidge messy. A smidge? A smidge. Um, I'm just a little bit... I'm I would t- like I'm to make take it some pictures. clear again, I'm messy, not dirty. There is a difference. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I will agree with I that. I stand by. I, I am messy. Um, what do you think mine is for you? What? What do you think my, like dislike about you is that's like recurring i'm perfect so toxic um (laughs) uh wow you have never self-reflected i was boom out the cutting (laughs) um well i think uh i don't know i'm struggling wow okay well let me help you out here terrible interview let me let me pull out my list (laughs) um so you are not spontaneous okay yeah i'd agree with that i'm very much set in my ways or a routine routine yes and to the point that it drives me absolutely bonkers like my enneagram is seven which means a spontaneous seven and spontaneous start with the same letter so (laughs) i literally I've asked you before, like, oh, let's go, you know, here this weekend. And your response usually is no. Yes. Okay. Yes. That'd be it. That my knee jerk reaction. Your knee jerk reaction to almost anything I bring up. I started writing them down, by the way. Um, (laughs) Your knee jerk reaction is no to things. And it, it drives me bonkers. I can usually convince you or just do it anyways. Um, that's kind Which of is toxic. So <laughs> I stand by it. I think that everything I do benefits you. So wow, I I believe that strongly. Uh, well, I'll have to start writing those down to see. <laughs> what is something that I have like pushed for that you said no that turned out to be a terrible idea that mm. didn't benefit you? Uh, most things have been good. Exactly. Because I'm perfect. I will say eight or nine out of ten. Oh, we could talk about that since we're on percentage scales and fractions. Uh, That's a whole other topic, I think. I don't. It was fresh at the top of our mind. (laughs) This is going to be a recurring argument. (laughs) Okay, so before we, we're going to pop into that in a minute, but that's my, not on our agenda here i'm i create the agenda <laughs> um so the recurring argument is really non-existent i feel like our arguments we pretty much have them and we settle them well one thing uh i have heard is just because like an argument or a fight's over for one person and not the other that means that argument or fight is not over until both parties are like satisfied which i think is 100 percent true because it's gonna, if it, like me, I'm good at like talking about it once, blocking it. But if it's still bugging you, you're gonna mention it later. So I yeah. really have to like work to resolve it on your end too, even though in my mind it might be resolved. I feel like we are pretty good with arguments, disagreements. I feel like we play fair. Um, I don't think we do low blows or anything like that. I think we're pretty. If we're, I'm bringing an issue to you it's gonna get solved because one because i will not let it go um that is i don't know is that healthy of me probably not to the level that i do it but i think it is good communication because i will not rest (laughs) until 
I think something get, is solved. I think uh, there could probably be a better balance, but um, I think it is. I should good. probably you let you like mull it over. But then I don't think. But about you it. don't do that, <laughs> so I have to bring it up. That's true. But yeah, I think we do resolve most things, and we don't have like it's very rare that we have like big blow up fights where yeah. one of us runs into the other room or something. Yeah, it's just not that way. Yeah, but again, we've also we've been together for thirteen and a half years. We have learned a lot communication wise, and like what the other person needs in regards to communication. Like, even though I will not let things go, I know that David cannot make a decision immediately. Um, <laughs> he just can't. And so I have to accept that. But the, what I'm not going to do is let you... Not make the decision. Not make the decision. Like, I will continue to bug you until you... You have to basically flat out tell me, like, no, this is not happening, or yes. Like, I'm not going to let it just sit there in the air forever yeah which i think it's it sort of works out well because like i could be a little indecisive so you bug me until i give you an answer which is fair i should give you an answer but i do like to think about things you know what the other recurring argument is it happens it? every single year every fall oh yes michigan football david refuses to do anything when Michigan football is on. So he will be in front of a TV at the time Michigan starts playing until the time they're done playing. And I absolutely hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I do not. I think the more that you do this, the less I like football. Well, that's true. But that's one of those things that I've said, like, you got it's something you're going to have to live with because there is a three to four hour period every Saturday for 14, okay. 15 weeks that I want to do this particular thing. So that's fine if I want to go do something with Wellington, but you also want to go do that. Is it fair that I it should wait for you? I think depending on what it is, if it's a, like a first time experience for Wellington, then yes, I would like to be there for that. But if it's like going to the park, taking them to see your mom or whatever, sure, go ahead and do it. I want you to do that. But my problem is, like, we only have a, f a finite number of, of weekends in the fall where being outside is fun, enjoyable. But on the, on the opposite end, I usually, I've been better, I've been trying to be better about doing things before their games or after or even on Sundays, given you guys the whole day of whatever you want to do. Ah, yes, but it's... And, and, I gotta follow up with this. This year, those first couple games that are usually like blowouts, I've sort of let those go and not have watched those. Do you see where I'm coming from, though? Do you understand how this could be frustrating for me? Like, I'm not saying, do you think I'm right? But I'm saying, do you think, do you see my perspective at all on this? I do see your perspective. But... The one, well, no, no but. But I was going to say, one thing I did appreciate, appreciate living on the West Coast, a lot of Michigan games come on at noon. And out there, it was 9 a.m. So yeah. I could literally watch them, get them over with. And then we have, like, the whole day here on the East Coast or Eastern time. It's not that way. It's, like, dead center of the day. It's so, 12 yeah. to 3, which sucks like a lot it does I because control because like though. let's say things started like open at 10 right like this we went to this um 
bald pumpkin patch thingy and it opened at 10. So we had to get there like right at 10 and you're like, we got to leave by 1130 so that we can make it back for the game. Now, I don't want to go to things with a timer in my head. Like, I just want to go and enjoy. And like, sure, maybe we would be done at 1130. It's totally possible. But I don't need you over there fidgeting, checking the clock. I think I did a pretty good job this weekend. Because we actually missed, what, five minutes of the game? More than that. Of the clock time. We left at 1150, and it was a half an hour ride. But then my dad called and was like, you want to come watch the game? So I added another 10 minutes. So I didn't get to start watching it until like 12. 30 12 40 so what, what that was dedication right there <sighs> i get it i get it i get that it's something you enjoy which is why it's not like it, you can see this argument it's not resolved but we found a compromise and that is what you just said like we'll go before we'll go after we'll go on sunday which i get my problem is i like to do things when i want to do them and that's that's just me that is, if I wake, if I have in my mind after working all week and being in isolation by myself that I want to go do something, and you're like, no, no, you can't go without me. I need to see him see a pumpkin for the first time. Well, sorry about your game. <laughs> see, that isn't a good resolution. This is one of those things that you know. I, I've been this way for a decade. And uh, that's, you know, I used to watch College Game Day, too. I've given that up. No, you haven't. We still watch College Game Day. No, if we want to go do something, I will put that off to the side and go do that. Oh, yeah? And the other thing, too, I want you to really think about, which I think I'll be interesting to, interested to see what people have to say. A lot of people watch both college and the NFL. I could care less about the NFL. So Sunday, I don't even care. I know people that will watch both of their games on each of those days. So you should be happy I am not one of those people. Here's what I'll say. Here's the advice I'm going to give to the to the audience. <laughs> if you are single and you think, oh, you know what would be a good way to meet guys is to be really interested in football. Do not do that unless you're really interested in football because you're going to be screwed for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, if you don't care about football and that's your plan to, to find someone, I guess, or a man, if, if you are a person who is going to pretend to be interested in football to gain the intention of someone in football, unless you really want to do this for the rest of your life because football isn't going anywhere, you got to sort of start, got to get worried because uh, they're going to expand the college football playoff. So now it's going to add a couple more weeks. Okay. Sorry to break the news to you. Okay. <laughs> I. This is our recurring argument. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say those ones we mentioned, those are probably it. Yeah, okay. Well, another discussion we had this week was in a relationship what percentage of the time should you be happy? <laughs> well, you oh, want to go first? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Or what, okay, if we're, let's, let's use our relationship. What percentage of the time are you happy in our relationship? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I have heard previously, I can't remember for the life of me where I heard this from, but I feel like uh, a lot of people have said like 80%. If you are 80% happy in your relationship, that is healthy healthy um 
So fact check this, guys. Don't. It's not a. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> um, but uh, I think uh, so. When we initially started this conversation, I was like, "Oh, eighty to 90. And which were, was not what I wanted to hear. Yeah, you were like offended, and I was like, "Okay, let me think a little more critically about this." And I sort of what I basically did. I tried to think of like the times when like we argue or I'm upset at you, and basically got it down to whatever it was. And I figured my true number is I am 94% of the time happy with you. The detracting factors of that 6% are... What? The, Did you say 95? Uh, 94. Oh. Um, are like <laughs> I the, don't listen. <laughs> like probably the little annoyances that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those just sort of add up over time. And then, wow. and then our reoccurring arguments of like, me wanting to watch Michigan football and you mad about are mad about it. So stuff like that. Am I losing points right now? <laughs> For bringing this up, you're losing two. No, I'm just kidding. So though, that's how I got that number. I thought about those times of when I'm like upset or we have our disagreements and I'm unhappy. Do you remember what I said? You said like 98 or something. Yeah, 96. I think I was like 97%. I feel like I am 97% of the time happy with our relationship. So that's, we're close. We're really close. Not originally. Originally, you were 17 points away from where I was, <laughs> Mr. 80. That, that, was, that was a bad initial estimate when I actually thought about it. So yeah, I would say the same thing. Like I feel like, one, when, when we argue or disagree, we resolve really quickly and we're good at it. I would If there's a way to be good at arguing, I would say that we are good at it. And not in the way that like we win, but that we like are kind and come to an agreement with one another yeah we uh we compromise i'd say most of the time other times we do not and that's how we ended up with our episode one of split finances (laughs) yeah honestly i feel like since we have figured out the car like i've been a lot happier with you so the car was 12 (laughs) percent um it definitely it's not I am I am ninety seven percent. I feel like you are nice to me. You are a good father. You care about people. Um, so I would say I'm ninety seven percent of the time happy with you. That's good. I can accept that. Cool. Well, <laughs> um, if this ever ends in you know shambles, <laughs> I guess we'll play this back on a TikTok reel and. and get a bunch of I'm 97% happy happy. and then like boom (laughs) filed for divorce like wow it'd be crazy make a good TikTok I just said that (laughs) I I know I know I'm I'm adding to it I agree alright alright so we went on a walk today we did and we tried to figure out what we were going to talk about on today's episode and we did figure it out and we did figure it out so I wanted to talk about um, like looking back a blast to the past (laughs) And luckily, our 11th grade... Yeah, 11th grade. Psychology teacher, when we were... This was 2008, December 10th. Okay. When we were in high school, um, he said, write a letter to yourself, 10 years into the future, I'll mail it to you. And he straight up did. did. (laughs) And he mailed it to us. And we got our parents to live where they um, lived when we wrote the letters. So... Um, I said, hey, give me my letter. This will, mind you, we got these letters back in 2018. I have not looked at mine in a long time. 
And after reading it today, I remember why. <laughs> I, oof. You. I'm, I'm actually, I like mine. It's not too bad. Okay, well, let's, let's hear from, how old are you? 17? Ooh, 11th grade? Yeah, probably 17. 2008? Yeah, 17. Okay, so let's hear from 17-year-old David and what he, like, basically the letter was, like, t- t- say what you think is going to happen in the future, what you hope is happening, blah, 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 blah. And then, did I just do this uh, in mind? Were we supposed to write about, like, our current situation in 2008? Yeah, I had, to, like, like say, like, what's going on. Okay, and blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Where's your letter? I got, I, I got it, but I made some notes. Oh. I want to see it. Oh. Can you tell everyone what you've included in your letter? Because you didn't just include a letter, you... I don't think I put that in there. I look because my dad, or maybe I did. I have a report card in there, and my dad wrote on it, "Good job, David." Here, you want to tell people what my grades were cumulatively in eleventh okay. grade. In the second six-week grading period, or whatever it was, you had mm, mostly B's and I, an A and another A minus. I was distracted. I had a girlfriend. Uh, but your comments are, is doing good work. Thank you so much, physics teacher. And you are pleasant and hardworking. That's the guy who mailed this letter. And your counselor said, David, great job. I'm so proud of you. Yay, Miss Johnson. Yep, okay. Shout out to her. And you get, you did get on a roll. So, I did. Great job, David. Go ahead. Anyways, okay. So, a shocking fact, I was sick. When I wrote my letter. Wow. When is David not sick? Uh, yep. Um, so, yeah, it was 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I well, just read some of your letter. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, we wrote these in 2008 and got them in 2018. Um, I used to write you, as in Y-O-U, as Y-U-O. Yeah, it drove me nuts. You, why did you do that? I like being unique. This looks illiterate. I like it. Every time I read that, I'm, it makes me smile and laugh. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just something to be, like, unique. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't write it in my, like, actual school papers, but, like, letters, uh, notes, and friends, and whatnot. It just, like... <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, anyways, started off with a bang. I was hoping I'd be married to you, so check mark. <laughs> that did happen. Uh, I'm just going to hit the big points here. I thought we would own a house, a four-bedroom house in L.A. A four-bedroom, two or three stories. Yeah, so like a normal house. Yeah, in L.A. Um, <laughs> so Two full bathrooms. Which, at the time we did get this letter, we were in San Diego. So I was still in California. We did not own a house, though. So that was sort of, I guess, half check mark. Um Career, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... <laughs> uh, career, when I was in high school, I really thought about being a history teacher. So I wrote that I was, I was uh, going to be a teacher or I'd be doing something with computers. Half check mark because I did get... I mean, you're giving yourself a lot of half check marks here. I got a degree in software engineering, but I did not end up pursuing that as a career. So You built your computer. That is true. Um Let's see. Ooh, next line. Yeah, yeah, this next line is great. I thought we would have two kids in 2018. I thought they'd be 
like we'd have one that's probably one year old and maybe like the second on the way is roughly probably mm. what I was thinking. And the names are beautiful for our son, uh, Quincy or Slevin, which you absolutely hated those names. Probably partially why I wanted it to mess with you. But I actually did you like... You wrote it down. I actually did like the name Slevin. Is Slevin a name? Anything can be a no, name. No, no. Slevin is almost like the Seinfeld thing. Seven. No. <laughs> Quincy is not the worst name, because that's a name. Is Slevin a name? Slevin is a name. No, stop talking to me. Uh, car, shocker here. Uh, thought I'd have a Mercedes. Didn't realize I liked Mercedes back then. Okay, wait. Pause on this. So, in 2018, you thought we were going to have a one-year-old or just about to be born. How can they both be one? No, no, that's what I'm saying. So I think we probably had a one-year-old and maybe a second on the way. In 2018, so you thought... So I would have been 27. See, I remember this, like, this fairy tale when we were all young. We were like, okay, well, we're going to have kids by 26 and your second one by 27 or 28. I remember, like, this number was, like, cemented in several... I cannot be the only one who thought that you could have thought it. I agree, yeah. Because at that point, you're in your career for like four or five years, so sort of just... Which is sense. not... I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like thinking about me having a kid at that time... Yeah, we're... In real life, we're not ready for that. No. Uh, so yeah, the car, the Mercedes, which apparently I've always loved German cars because I had a Volkswagen yeah. that uh, when we got this letter, now mm-hmm. I have an Audi, so sticking with that theme. Um, I thought I'd be playing tennis in a club, which... Uh, I still enjoy playing tennis. I just don't actively play. Mm-hmm. Um, I This was a naive one right here. Have traveled most of the world. I don't think I truly meant like travel most of the world, <laughs> but I think I meant like I have been to the places that I have wanted to go, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and then, oh, I wrote down, <laughs> while writing this letter, I was listening. Oh, goodness. I can't wait to read this out loud. Uh, Maybe. Uh, While writing this letter, I was listening to Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. And what were you reading? What was I reading? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Uh, Twilight. I did enjoy the Twilight books. Yeah, but let's hear the juxtaposition and you listening to Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony (laughs) and reading Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. You know, a Mormon writer. I did that to be relatable to my girlfriend at the time. I'm not. You. I am not throwing shit. Both of these things were because of me. I made the CD, which had Crossroads on it, as evident by this letter. Yeah. Um, and I probably made you read Twilight. So I actually did enjoy the Twilight books. It's just an it's the first like book like, series I ever read. Dichotomy is all I'm saying. Uh, yes, I agree. And to words. and to finish off the letter. I was worried that we would not be together. You're welcome. I cared so much about you back then, and still do, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I was worried that we would not be together. Yeah, I'm going to read these sentences out loud. No, no, no. Don't do that. What What are you? Let me, let me see here. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Um, it says, as you were writing this, you were a little scared to do so because you were afraid that you were not going to end up with Misha. And you really want to and you can't stand to not be with her. 
Aw. Next sentence. Oh. <laughs> also, before you started dating, Misha, you wrote this book on how to get girls <laughs> when you used to be a player. <laughs> it was an excellent book. It could be a novel. You know what's exciting about this book? I have it right here. <laughs> no, you don't. No, but it is in the garage. <laughs> so I did see that uh, letter. Um, I believe chapter one is called In a Girl's Mind. <laughs> so... <laughs> I need to burn that thing. Um, imagine. Let's let's all think about a high school seventeen-year-old who has written a book on how to get girls, as he is a player. <laughs> the pickup line you ran by me when you were writing this book was, "This is what you're going to do. You're going to go up to a guy, a girl at a bar." And you're going to say, oh, I'm sorry, did you ask for my name? What would you say? And I say, no, I did not. Um, Oh, that just shot your pickup line down because I am ignoring you at this point. You know what? I think I stole that from a movie I saw. So you plagiarized. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this book is funny. You know what? I I cited the source. You No, okay. (laughs) Um, Go ahead and finish. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that's it. That's the letter. It was only like a page and a half, maybe. A page and a third. Page and a third. But yeah, so I mean, I, uh... It's kind of weird that we, you thought you'd be with me. Is it weird? Uh, no, I mean, I, uh, was gonna graduate high school a year early. Turned that down because of you, so, I mean... Okay. I I clearly loved you. Honestly, you, I don't know that that would have been a good move on your part. Eh, I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, not in this moment. Now it's kind of blurry. <laughs> Go ahead. Your turn. Anything? Well, what else do you have to say about your letter? As you reflect on yourself, you wanted a Mercedes in a almost a $2 million house in Los Angeles. You know, what I realize is uh, sort of just how naive high schoolers are. Like, yeah. Like, I, I guess I was saying like, half check marks for some of those things but far off on some of them and uh (laughs) you gave yourself a half check mark for having its german car (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah it's uh just you realize how naive you are it's i feel like it's also weird because like we i have known you since high school i've known you since your sophomore year or our sophomore year of high school so it's like weird to like like i can i probably i don't know if i read that letter before you wrote it sent it but probably not um it's just interesting to think like how how you think your life is gonna be and how it definitely isn't and that was 10 years yeah so i mean that's a long time we did we did an episode where we talked about where we wanted to be in five years but (sighs) yeah it's uh i think honestly i've been sort of on track for that or not on track but like a lot of stuff in there is semi-true. I mean, we do have a kid. Uh, what? He's supposed to be 8, we're, 9, 10, 11, 12, 4. <laughs> it's all right. So we're a little two and a half years behind on that. But anyways, I don't know. Like, uh, we moved to California. We did move to California. Um, I mean, we have a house here in Ohio, but we have a house. Two stories. Two stories. So some of it, some of it turned half. out indirectly is they it was not a straight path it was a it's crooked path 
Yours is like not as cringy as mine is. Oh, I can't wait to hear you. I'm like, gonna have to read your, like, some of yours out loud. I will read some of mine out loud, but I I need to take like four shots. It's like <laughs> All right. y'all don't cancel me. Like you can cancel high school me, but please, please. <laughs> Misha has changed a lot. Some of it I will not be reading out loud because Ooh. I just feel like the behaviors I exhibited in this letter um you might have to post this letter you know what i was thinking (laughs) i was thinking if we had a patreon i would post the whole letter we we would read the whole letter if we had a patreon because that's i would not want everyone (laughs) to read this like if i was trying to run for office and this went out into the world i would not be getting an office (laughs) all right let's hear it so, um, I talk about how I wrote this letter. I imagine you're super different now. Spelled you're wrong. Um, so let me update you and remind you a little bit of 2009. So my favorite color combination. 2009? Yeah, mine. I think, I don't, did we actually oh, you together? Apparently not. Um, my favorite color was pink. And my favorite color combination was pink, black, and white. I was obsessed with that. So my sweet 16 was that color. Mm. I... I like rose gold now. Yeah, so, so it's close. My sister calls it a millennial. My dream wedding colors would be blue, black, and silver. We're close to that, right? We did what? Teal and black? No. We did navy, blush, and gold. That is correct. Um, if I could go back and do my wedding colors again, I would do black and white. Simple. Classic. Too elegant. Okay. Anyways, proceed. Um... St- I can't even, no, I'm not reading that. I talk about you being my current boyfriend. And literally, at the time that this letter had come out, we had been together for nine months. That's it? Yes. So let's see, 2000, oh man, when I wrote mine, we were together like seven months. That is crazy. That is crazy. Like, to think about, like, the. it basically says, like, I hope you're happily married to him, with one on the way very shortly. <laughs> No. <laughs> so um, we we were on the same mindset then for that around the timing i just i talk about when we started dating um and then i say i hope you're a journalist for a newspaper and hopefully you have been for some time i hope you're a columnist and the picture next to your column hopefully turned out good <laughs> no sorry sorry misha fast i am not a journalist i did graduate with a journalism Half degree check mark we both did that but i never um like I never, I really did want to be a columnist. There's Athena. Um, I think I actually talk about a dog in here. Um, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to write feature stories or like story columnists write from their perspective. So I wanted to just talk about my own thoughts, which kind of refilling my wallet is. Yeah. Um, I hope your home is renovated and landscaped. What does that <laughs> even mean? <laughs> nice yard, I guess. Just very vague. I hope I'm over my Coca-Cola addiction. You're not. So you've probably switched to Diet Coke. Maybe we should explore that. No, I'm not switching to Diet Coke. It does say, I bet you still have your sister locks. And at the time that I had this letter, I had just cut them off. Correct. And now I have them again. Yeah. So good job, Misha. It says I should cut them to my shoulders. That's about where it is. Then I talk about, okay, this is probably like where I'm going to start. I'm sorry if I offend you. <laughs> I talk about how I hope I go to church, and I'm a really active member in church. Whoa. 
that's uh, a change. Yeah, so... We didn't even have a pastor or... A f- very person marry us. A religious person did not yes. marry us. Um, yeah, so I don't... I used to go to church a lot when I was younger and when I was in high school. Um, you know, it's weird. Like, you did, but you weren't, like, super religious. I feel like I was heavily involved in the church. I there's that book, that Bible over there is like filled with notes. filled with notes because I was gonna like write a sermon. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't do church anymore. Um, you do you. I'm not going to church. So sorry, sorry, 2008, 2009, Misha. Uh, I talk about how I'm close to my mom and that I call her every week. Still do that since I moved somewhere warm. Nice. So yeah, I mean, I talk to my mom every day, and we work at the same company. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you better have your money control and under control, and you aren't blowing it on stupid crap. Yeah, we definitely hit and, that one on the head. In two thousand eight, it was a struggle, but I feel like we're getting better now. Oh yeah, when we you when got we, this when letter, I got this letter, I was like, <laughs> mm. I talk about how I'm still friends with like one of my friends from high school and um that we probably still talk but we aren't super close anymore we do not talk nor are we super close anymore and then i talk about another person who i say oh you probably haven't talked to her in forever and i do talk to her <laughs> so it sort of switched so it sort of switched um i talk about hawaii i talk about hawaii what about hawaii uh, have i gone there yet oh no um i talk <laughs> about like my body goals basically ah, okay, and yeah. i hope that i like stay a certain way and that's toxic misha that's toxic um because i was like super tiny and yeah in high school okay david calm down you were gonna marry me when i was super tiny so <laughs> i give my myspace like link and i give my password in my email like my email and my password have you tried to use it I ha- I can still access this email. <laughs> um, it literally says email can't be obsolete. <laughs> uh, no. I also like define things like LOL and like. Did you think you'd forget what they would mean? Yes. That's weird. Yes, I literally was like, oh, this LOL means laugh out loud. Um, what else? I hope I have a fashion sense. No. No um it also says i bet you finally got organized you already always tried but you never could no no um i bet you have a dog yes check mark i hope you have flowers around your house uh fake flowers or plants fake plants but i wanted it says i hope you you're probably still into music like top 40 r&b and hip-hop but i doubt your dancing and singing has gotten better accurate yes yeah, so I talk about I want a Hyundai Sonata or a Honda Civic. Hyundai Sonata. Interesting. In black or silver. Uh, um, it says, LOL, that means laugh out loud in case you don't remember text talk. OMG, oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, that's, I think that's basically it. It's, I owe my sister $99 um, for her library because I was overdoing her library books. Back then? Mm-hmm. $99. And I owed 34 on mine. I called myself a smooth criminal. Wow, you were a nerd. And here's where I folded the letter after I read it. This is probably the last line I'm going to need to read. 
Um, you better be a true blood Republican still and not a slime ball liberal. Who was I dating <laughs> back then? This is embarrassing. I am a slime ball liberal, so <laughs> which I'm proud of. I'm I'm good with that. I feel like when you're a kid, you you absor- absorb the politics of unless you're gen z you absorb the politics of the people adults around you mainly your parents and that's what i did my mom is also a liberal now so that worked out interesting um but yeah so that's that's basically it so i hope you're as happy now as you are right now in march 2009 are you yes oh i remember that you write great poetry (laughs) that's nice That's me. Any questions? It's on the last page. It's just like, here are some things that you liked from the past. Here are songs. Prom Queen by Lil Wayne. Loose Lips by Kimya Dawson. Nice. Tell Me You're That Somebody by Aaliyah. Everybody hated Prom Queen. We liked that song. We did like that song. Well, anyways, I think I almost want to do this again. Like, yes, I on. remember you told us at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Yeah, I think like, we should write ourselves letters from 10 years in, from now. Put them in the safe, bust them out. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I wonder, you know, it reminds me of that, How I Met Your Mother. And three years from now, yeah. they have the like, Star Wars trilogy, and it's like way off. It's of way what, off, yep. I feel like we are semi-close on some of our things, but I feel like we are a lot of mine off. is so... It's... If we had a Patreon, I would post it because it's so cringeworthy. Um, well, do you think you were naive too now that you've read read it again? Um, I mean, I wanted a Hyundai Sonata or a Honda Civic, and I drive a 2012 Ford Focus. Yeah, so it was similar. I literally kept it simple. I hope you have a home and it's renovated and landscaped. So, I mean, I don't think, to me, clearly, I didn't think I was going to be like a rich person unlike me i was i mean i was a journalist and at the time journalists made like 30 to forty thousand dollars a year you know what's interesting if i was stuck with software engineering my letter probably could have been a lot more accurate do you wish you had a mercedes or a home in la uh yeah i'd actually live in la absolutely well then we wouldn't be married (laughs) maybe if we had a home in la and whatnot you would have liked it better or california may may have been easier I should say. We would have had money. We would have had money. <laughs> um, what lessons learned would you Ooh. tell your past self to let, like, if you could go back in time and, like, talk to 2008, 2009, David, what would you tell him? Uh, You're going to marry the girl that you <laughs> no, date I, for seven months. Uh, I wrote a couple things down, and they're mainly financial since we were. $104,000 in debt uh, at one point in time. So honestly, I probably, I don't know if I would have went to community college, but I may have gone to a different school, uh, something a little cheaper because Miami was the most expensive public school, I think, at the time when I went there. Yeah. So even with scholarships and everything, still took on that debt. Um, one thing I sort of regret which it might have been our living situation in california is i wish i would have never stopped contributing to my 401k like they a lot of companies will automatically enroll you in it and as soon as like the period ended where you could like opt out of it i did it so 
for the first five, six years of working career, I did not contribute to my 401k, which I'm sort of a little salty about because like um, I would read like Rich Dad and Poor Dad books and like even my own dad, like I'm pretty sure both of them bashed like 401ks and stuff because they're like real estate, ah, these avenues. So I was like, well, they say don't do it. So I was like, I don't need to do it because I'm going to figure something else out. So that I would definitely said. David, don't listen to those idiots. Take the free money. Uh, sorry, idiots in that regard. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the whole like not taking on so much debt, like living yeah. beyond your means, because we're still clawing from that <laughs> to this day. Right. So those were my big takeaways. And I wish, I don't know, I think it's. <sighs> It's hard because people probably tell you stuff like adults tell you stuff, but you're a naive kid, so you might not listen. So I wish I would have known more about reality and how life works <laughs> uh, because clearly I did not know. I mean, I'm sure some people have accomplished that 10 years after yeah. writing their letter, but like... It's hard because like you're in, you're in high school and you're supposed to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. What they don't tell you is most adults don't know what they want to do for the rest of their life. Yeah. So it's just... They work their whole life not doing what they want to do. I feel like they work their whole lives being unhappy. Yes. Because is what I'm doing right now what I want to do? It makes me happy because of what it allows me to do. Yeah. Is it what I... Am I passionate about that? No. But, um... I don't know. I feel like maybe I would have... There's so many things I feel like. I don't know if I would have told myself anything different. Like, I don't know if I would ever ever have told myself, like, don't go doing something that you really want to do. Don't go doing something you love. Like, mm. I worked in social media for a long time. I worked in wedding planning. I don't know if I would have ever said, like, don't do that because I, I do appreciate those experiences. I definitely would have told myself, like, please don't go into debt. Please, like, just, I'd rather you do nothing than you go into debt and invest. I wish I would have known yeah. an ounce about investing and to, like, save for future ones. Like, I feel like... Save for future ones? Wants. Oh, wants, okay. So, like, I knew I would want to go to someone's bachelorette party, and instead of, like, saving money for that, I would just hope and believe it would work out, and then it didn't work out, and then I missed it. Or put it on a credit card for the ones we did bake. And then, you know, if I wanted to go to a concert and I could never, I couldn't go. Like I, I've never seen Beyonce. I probably, if I would have just saved some money for it, I could have done that. Um, and then maybe learn to negotiate. Mm, yes. I feel like I, you, if you don't negotiate your first salary, you're screwing yourself over for the future like you're screwing yourself out of money yeah you know even that like uh first like you said the first salary i think that's a good like starting point you know because you probably gives you practice yeah and then you if you know like okay i started at 16 dollars an hour you know and they they offered me 14 i started at 16 then you know like your next job ideally will be 18 yeah or what like you're gonna go up up instead of being like oh well i'll take 16 now because you didn't until you're like you know you're getting yourself out of money so um yeah i say we write 
10 year letters and then in 10 years if this podcast is still on the air you guys can uh listen to it now <laughs> define things like lol and we are gonna be more close to our goals i feel like next time you think so yeah we got the experience a little bit more now we're probably still gonna miss some things but i think we'll have a better mm. idea it'll be interesting it'll be cool you know, to write especially if we could write like a letter to ellington Ooh. in 10 years and be Man. like okay now it's your turn because by 10 he can write a letter yeah maybe <laughs> uh do like a paragraph or something to, for to him, him. Yeah. yeah um okay well what did we do right what did 2008 to 2000 and i don't know 12 misha and david do right you know i think uh i'm gonna focus on career for this answer i think i proved that i was a very hard worker because my first job i got promoted within a year the, when I left the insurance company, I went to the bank and I got promoted twice within like 14 months. And then I gave a one day notice and they were willing to transfer me to Ohio. So clearly I showed my worth. So <laughs> I think I had like hard work ethic back then. And I think that has stuck. Yeah, you are a hard worker. You and your. It's because you're so obsessed with getting things done correctly. It's. <laughs> You're my, you might be more type A than you think. Um, and you. Me? What did I do right? I bought a car that's 2012, <laughs> and it has 80,000 miles on it, and I'm still driving it. So <laughs> I, hope, for. I hope in, in 10 years I am still driving that car. <laughs> I don't think you will be, but. I think I will be. Alex it has 80,000 miles yeah, on it. Let's say it takes 80 more thousand miles. That car, I don't know. It's starting to have some issues. Like, not mechanical issues, but cosmetic. Man, what? Ugly things can be on the road? <laughs> I see people every day with crunched up cars. That is true. Um, Yeah. Oh, also, in my letter, I had pictures of some of my friends. But most importantly... Put a dollar in there. Wow, that's worth like 60 cents nowadays. I put a dollar in my letter because I remember being like, in case you're broke, the there's whole, a dollar. Can you even buy anything with a dollar nowadays? <laughs> Arizona iced tea. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do have to finish with this. I had on here where you open the letter, the envelope. Parents do not read. Not yeah. sure what I was so worried about because there is nothing incriminating yeah, in here, you, but... Uh, you pining over a girl you barely knew. Apparently. Um, that kind of is... It's kind of cool that we <laughs> were like seven to nine months in. Like, oh yeah, you're probably going to marry Misha. Yeah, I'm probably going to marry David. Well, you got me out of my player days, so... Yeah, maybe that's the letter we should... The book we should read next time is <laughs> David's book. <laughs> There's a couple uh, things in that garage I saw that I was like, huh. Let me just peek through these letters real quick. I'm going to have to go through that stuff and get rid of some of it. No way. you got to keep it forever. Um, <laughs> okay. So I guess we can... Do you want to end with um, debt-free plans or save it for another episode? Um, we can save it for another episode. All right, guys. You're going to have to come back one day to hear about what yeah. we'll do if we're debt-free. Because um, I think this will actually be good because uh, now we can sort of think about that along with like thinking of what we're going to write in our 10-year letters. So. Our 10-year letters, yeah. 
Okay, cool. Um, well, where can we find you? You guys can follow me um, at Refilling My Wallet on Instagram. Like, subscribe. No, wait, that's not an option. Um, <laughs> I think you can like favorite our podcast or like follow it on Spotify and Apple, and you can rate it five stars, or you can just not rate it at all because five stars are nothing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, I guess let's uh, make like a bakery truck and haul buns. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>